0: Didn't have the angle. Oh, can you drink? Oh, Hello everybody, what's up? Um, welcome to our first episode of our Big Cat Chat Podcast. Um, we're gonna be talking about Jags news and other NFL teams and just all around news about the NFL. Um, um <sighs> We're going to start talking about uh, news, like new news about Jags. Josiah, do you got anything to start it off with?
1: Uh, I'll start by saying most of you viewing this are probably from Twitter. Uh, I'm Raining Games, not him. Um, And we're going to go ahead and start with uh, some Jags stuff. And uh, first, we'll start with Andy Dalton. Um, uh, Do you want Andy Dalton to be a Jaguar?
0: Um, I kind of agree the same. I just, I want a veteran backup for Minshew so he can, like, um, teach him things, like, you know,
1: be better for him. Yeah, for me, I want Andy Dalton because, in my opinion, he got cut from the Bengals, so that kind of says a lot. But obviously, we know why. And he's not a bad quarterback, but I do want the veteran presence like we had with Nick Foles, uh, who is helping Minshew, and it'll keep developing Minshew. And the goal this year is to see if Minshew is it. So if we give him the most help possible... One of those ways would be giving him a veteran backup for him to ask questions to and just see and learn more, develop more, and become a better quarterback. So, yeah, I would. As yeah. long as we're as long as long we're paying him on a cheap contract, I I would be fine. But if we overpay oh, yeah, him... Yeah, I was
0: going to say, if we get him for cheap, then 100%, let's do
1: it. Let's do it. Yeah, and it's funny because all the people who think the Jags are signing him thinks he's going to be the starter. It's like, why? Why do you think Minshew is that bad? He's not. <laughs> Yeah,
0: and he showed out a couple games. Well, most of the games last year showed out.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I do think he's going to be our quarterback
0: for a long time.
1: Yeah, with Minshew, it's like I think he performed as well, if not better, than all the other rookie quarterbacks, so I don't get why all these uh, yeah. analysts I saw and – do what?
0: Said, I saw some analysts that put us at 32 tanking for uh, – Lawrence and I just don't see why like we got Minshew we drafted some like Chanel we drive we drafted Colin Um we drafted a lot of receivers and people and an old lineman that helps Minshew out I don't think we're gonna need him next year we're not gonna be tanking
1: yeah. that's like, just my opinion yeah I've seen those too, and I get quite aggravated at those because I mean what why do you why do people think we are tanking because just because they think Minshew is bad, even though, like I said, he's did just as well as the other rookie quarterbacks who everybody thinks is the future, such as Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, Drew Locke, et cetera. But Minshew apparently is, oh, the other defenses will figure him out. He won't be good next year. What do you mean? Like, he's not like he did anything specific, like that a defense is going to figure out. Like, let's say Lamar Jackson, he's known for running. If a defense figures out how to stop his running, he's done. It's not like Minshew's like that. Minshew's just a good quarterback, and his issues yeah, he has oh, do what
0: said good overall like abilities. He can run. He's he's not that slow, and he can he has a he like he can throw deep. He's, yeah, yeah like, I, I just
1: and and a funny argument is people say, well, he was drafted in the sixth round for a reason, and it's like I I look at that and I'm like, but does it matter? He still proved he can be a good he still proved he can be a a good quarterback in this league. So it. I just don't understand why they think that. Oh, Kyler Murray, who went number one overall, who had around the same, if not worse, stats than Minshew, is going to be the future and amazing, but Minshew's not, and people blame. And the thing is, Minshew he he did great in a terrible situation, like if you look if you watch the Raiders game last year. No no wide receivers could get open. That was the game Chark was hurt because uh, he got hurt. He twisted his ankle. I, and remember. I remember we saw him. He twisted his ankle in the um, Chargers game yeah. at the end of that one. That was a waste of a few hours of my life. Uh, actually, at the game, our life, we both were there. Um, that was yeah. rough. And then, of course, it ended with Chark getting hurt. But the next game, until maybe the fourth quarter, no wide receivers could get open besides that big play at the beginning uh, that Keelan Cole had like oh yeah, yeah I remember and then in the end it was really only Chris Conley getting open cuz for some reason Chris Conley is a beast in the fourth quarter I just don't yeah. get it but so yeah we didn't have great wide receivers we also had no tight ends the whole season cuz yeah wide,
0: like we got we had uh O'Shawn, and he was pretty good until he got like hurt
1: yeah I've been a, I've been a strong camp I've been on the campaign for O'Shaughnessy saying that he was great and he's going to be a good <laughs> tight end if he comes back in time by for the season because I really hope so. I really hope he does. Exactly because I, when, we drafted one tight end, right? Um, yeah. I do think we draft. I don't know if we drafted a tight end, but I do we know that We have oh, Josh. Yeah. Oliver. We drafted one for uh instead of uh, Moss. Oh yeah, we drafted one in the late round, in like the sixth or seventh round. Yeah. But um, but yeah, and Josh O'Shaughnessy, or James O'Shaughnessy, not Josh. I was just talking about Josh Oliver. But James O'Shaughnessy, when he was in there for, I believe, five games it was at the beginning of the year, those were the five games that Minshew was all over the place. Minshew mania, mustache, all of that. That was when James O'Shaughnessy was playing. And obviously you saw the impact of James O'Shaughnessy throughout the games as like the Titans game when he double, when he double pump faked and threw the touchdown down the middle and just a bunch of other things. I remember but, that, yeah. But yeah, then Josh Oliver got hurt. So Yeah, he
0: didn't even say it.
1: And then we were down to Devalve, who he's on another team now. He was not good. Like we just had the best now. Like at the end of the year we had tight ends coming off the street. Like we should have signed Eric Dunn at that point. But, yeah, and then also the O-line. Like, the big thing about Menchu for me is he is the he's the ability to extend the play. And if he did not have the ability to extend the play, such as Nick Foles does not have the, that ability, then he, he we would not even have what we're – we wouldn't even be talking about this right now because Menchu would have failed horrendously. Because, as you saw with Nick Foles, he did not succeed because we do not have a good offensive line. And Menchu had to yeah, deal with that.
0: That's
1: what yep. he was used to in Philly. Yeah, we don't have the tight ends. We don't have an offensive line. So there's constantly pressure, and Minshew's dealing with that. And also for me, on the Minshew topic, is people think, oh, but he's hit his high, he's hit his potential already, and he's not going to get any better. Well, the I, reason I. Oh, you can speak for a little bit. I disagree
0: with that because, like, he's showed out multiple games, and he's proven himself that he's going to be a good quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't understand how people could be like, no, he's not. he's already shown everything. like he's still got more. like you know,
1: yeah, and what I was gonna say is, um one reason why I think Minshew is gonna continue to develop is because one, obviously he was a six round pick. He was not expect like, he did not even. Nec- he was in his backyard when he got drafted. He wasn't even planning on it and and um his issues, like you'd watch him develop over the year. He did have a few bad games such as the London Texans game. Which, that went terribly. Like, I, had oh. w- I woke up for that in the morning, and I regretted my life decisions. But... That was bad. But, yeah, and he fumbled. Everybody like, has a bad game. Yeah, but... And a lot of people... Like, Minshew's big issue, or the big issue that was talked about during, throughout the year is his fumbles, because I believe he fumbled around 10-ish times throughout the year. And, obviously... I mean, we one. Yeah, and we lost a lot of them. But... If you watched in the second stint, Minshew only lost, I believe, two or three or – he only had two or three fumbles, and we only lost one of them. And one of them actually gained us, like, 20 yards in the Colts game. Uh, yeah, I think you remember that. I wasn't even home. You were sending me uh, videos of the game.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: But, yeah, so it's like he's already shown improvement throughout the year. And this season, we have a new offensive coordinator, uh, Gruden, Who's mm-hmm. gonna make it a more pass happy offense? So it's gonna and th- so the team is gonna be going through Menchu this year. The playbook is gonna be built for Menchu. The team was is being built the team itself is being built around Menchu. We're adding weapons and stuff. It's like I don't see how physically Menchu could not take another step forward this year. That's that's just my view. Do you have anything to add? I
0: agree. I, I just agree with everything what you had to say. I like Couldn't have said it better myself.
1: Yeah, and another thing with the James O'Shaughnessy, I know no. this might be a little bit of stretch and I've seen nobody nobody else has said it, but if he does get back in time to get ready for the season, which honestly I don't know with the ACL tear how that's going, but if he does get back in time to be able to prepare for the season, train, practice, and make it back for week one... I think he could be up for possible Comeback Player of the Year, depending on how Cam Newton and a few other players go. That's just because he was doing great the first few weeks. So I remember that, yeah. And if Minshew takes that step, it's only going to make James O'Shaughnessy even better. Yeah. So let's go okay. ahead and move on to the recent news of Telvin Smith. So, oh, my God. It's been yeah.
0: rumored around for a while about it. I've like I've heard about it, but I, I at first I didn't actually believe it was real. But then the news came out, and I was like, yeah, I don't I don't know. I just honestly I wanted him back for everything, but now I, I don't think I do. I just don't think he was good as he was. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't? He was really good, but like he's taken a like, is it like a year and a half now a break, and now he got arrested. Now he's gonna be bad like a bad piece to the team, you know? Yeah. I just, I just don't think we should, like, if, if he, I, I don't think we should sign him back. Yeah, opinion. I have seen
1: some stuff um, recently, uh, and, not, and over the past year, that Telvin Smith also was an issue in the locker room, but then again, it's one of those things where it's like, if he's got the talent, then you deal with it, because, like, we dealt with Ramsey and stuff, but let's get back into the, uh, what just happened. So the first thing I thought was what the fuck happened to Telvin Smith? Cause obviously last November, I think it was, uh, his house got raided. People were not sure what was going on. And in all honesty, I thought, I think there were some rumors that it might've been weed or whatever, like he was growing weed back there. I wasn't sure cuz it's always proven uh, innocent till proven guilty. So I was just waiting to see what happens and honestly I forgot that it happened. Um, yeah. and then recently the news broke that Telvin was arrested and charged for having sex with the uh, certain minors, which that means I looked I saw someone had looked it up and that means that he had consensual no you can- minors cannot consent but that's why I put quotes around consensual. Um consensual sex with a uh, 16 or 17 year old and yeah,
0: that's just that's, come on, man. like come on. That's just obviously
1: Yeah, that's obviously not not especially since he's over 24 and just it's a mess. Should should not be yeah, doing it's, that. It's, yeah. And honestly There's no I, way.
0: I would never want to sign him. Like I just don't I don't know.
1: Yeah, I didn't.
0: I don't need him anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't even Wait, continue, continue. Said we drafted players to replace him. Yeah, and honestly, Miles Jack, because Telvin's. Oh, yeah, Miles Jack stepped up. Yeah, Miles Jack is playing in weak side linebacker, which is his natural position, and that's where Telvin played. So in 2017, Miles Jack played at strong side linebacker. And he was all right. But I think Miles Jack is going to flourish in weak side. But in all reality, I don't even care if we if we didn't have the talent. Like, our linebacker core is good now. But even if we had a trash linebacker core, after what I just saw, I don't want Telvin back because – I don't one, want him in the long – For one, I don't think the Jags are going to want him back. Like, I've seen some rumors that they already had a plan that if he did want to come back, they would not have him. And in general, it's just, I do not want him. And I don't, I'm glad we are, um, I'm glad we're uh, in a different situation. So, yeah, I just do not, as I've said probably six times now, I don't want Telvin Smith. Miles Jack is going to flourish in that position. And Telvin just, he, he needs to, as, as, Stephen A. Smith says, "I believe he should rot under the jail."
0: All right. So, uh, moving on from that situation, um, how do you feel about David Caldwell and all like the draft picks that he did, and all the signings we had? How do you how do you think he he's done so far this off season?
1: I think Dave. I mean, hate me for it, but Dave Caldwell this off season has done magnificent. Obviously, there have been. There's been like one thing like I did I think Campbell if we were gonna trade him, I did not wanna trade him. But if we were gonna trade him, we could have got more value for him. But obviously Agreed. we didn't get that value for him. We only got a fifth round pick. But it's it happens. Cap hit. A lot of people think that we're trying to tank by trading these players away, but no, it's it's called a cap hit. Same with AJ Boye. AJ Boye I believe I saw he had the highest cap hit for a corner in 2020, which was uh, sec- second place was Stephon Gilmore. So that that should say a lot. And obviously, yeah. we're not gonna we're not gonna pay AJ Boye that much money to play subpar to what he did when we paid him. So I'm as i much as i <laughs> as much as I miss both of those players. I, yeah. um They they had to go. Um, and then on the draft. Uh, yeah, he did and, really good on draft. Yeah, I'm gonna. So I got uh I drew up some winners and losers of the draft actually. And uh, for winners of the draft, I'm gonna say the running backs besides Fournette, because you 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 guys know about the situation with Fournette, and uh, he he doesn't necessarily want to leave. Who knows? He might. But um, Jags have been trying to trade him. Obviously, we couldn't get anything for him. So but he's we declined his uh, fifth year option so he's going to, option, yeah. so he's going to be a free agent next year but so i don't know he's not really a loser but he's also not really a winner just he's there yeah. but the other running backs are winners in my opinion because we did not draft a running back so that means hey you guys get a roster spot and you guys get a chance to shine this year yeah, I better um, show up my next winner is the safeties because we did not draft a safety until, I believe, the sixth, fifth or sixth round. Yeah. And he definitely does not look like he's going to be starting. Co- coincidentally, he actually picked number 20, which is pretty cool. But he's not going to be starting there. So, Yeah. That leads me to believe that the safeties have their jobs in lock for this year. Again, it's another prove it this year. You guys have to do it great this year or you're out. And my final winner is Minshew. The reason Minshew I say, the reason I say that is because me. at the beginning of the draft we did draft defensively a lot. But we did yeah, I mean help... we just needed to... Yeah, but we did help Minshew. We drafted LaVisca Chenault, who does have injury issues, but if he does not have injury issues, he's definitely a first round talent. And I was ecstatic with that pick. We also drafted another receiver in the later rounds. Who he's yeah, that, he's that. was not a big pick. Chenault was Chenault a great was pick. Eight. Yeah, and we picked. I, I'm Thank drawing you. a blank on the receiver's name we drafted in the six six round. Oh, I, fifth, I, think, fifth, I think I think it's Colin something, something like that. Um, but um, and he was a great pick because yeah. he's that big true, that yeah. big guy. He's just who's gonna go up yeah. and grab it. And then we drafted Ben Barch the smoothie guy so he's yeah that line so i definitely think we did help Minshew, and he's a winner of the draft because we did draft a quarterback in the sixth round who's actually i mean i watched some clips and he's quite garbage in my opinion i think it was kind of a wasted pick but it happens i mean we took tanner lee in the sixth round two years ago uh, and we saw what happened with that i think it'll go the same way but either way those are my winners who are your winners I agree. I definitely
0: agree with Minshew one. Um, I agree with the safeties because we didn't really draft any safeties. I just agree with you, added. I've said it better myself.
1: Okay, so now let's move on to the losers of this draft. I'm gonna start sure. with Keelan Cole. The reason I said hundred percent.
0: I want him. I, I, if if Chanel goes out, like if he shows out, I want. I don't want him. It's my yeah.
1: yeah, I I like Keelan Cole because he did when he was on the field last year he was not on the field much but cuz he isn't the most it consistent happened. receiver but when he was on the field last year he did help quite a bit he had a few touchdowns he had a couple hundred yards a few great plays. he was uh quite good but the thing is he's at uh, definitely at the very bottom of our receiving core and as you, as i mentioned a few minutes ago we drafted two receivers and then also in the 7th round we drafted a um a corner who is a, who's going to be a return man so that, yeah. So Waller has to be or Walker. So that that completely leaves that completely leaves Keelan Cole, possibly to get cut, traded, or just barely make the team next year, if at all. So he's he's got to really compete for his job next year. My next loser hmm. is Michael Walker, who we were just talking about. Yeah,
0: because,
1: he's definitely gone. Because Michael Walker, he's not making the team next year. He did not do great. George, go into that. He had a fumble. He had a couple. I think it was one or two. He had two fumbles. Go go into your hatred for uh, Michael Walker. I remember those.
0: (laughs) Um, Every time we get scared that he's (laughs) going to fumble.
1: Hopefully,
0: uh, the dude dude that we drafted, um, what's his name again? Seventh Thread, the cornerback. I
1: I do not remember his name. I'm drawing a blank on a lot of their names right now. But he's fast. He's fast. Yeah,
0: he's fast. Then he said he wants to the special team
1: so yeah and um it, 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 he's, he's really he's really big he's i remember i remember with michael walker one time i was watching a game he was returning the kick and i was and i could i saw the way he was holding it i was like hold on to the ball i said it like three times and, and, he then, it. I and then he that. fumbled it i will never forget that because it's like come on i just told you to hold on to the ball Yeah, he's definitely not making the team because we drafted someone to do his job at a much faster and better rate.
0: And even if the dude that we drafted gets hurt, we still got Westbrook.
1: Yep, that's a good one. And if if Keelan Cole makes the team, there's also him. Yeah, maybe two, yeah. Okay, and then my last loser, this is a big one, uh, Ngakwe. The reason I say Ngakwe is a loser is because he's still on the team. Yeah, it, it's that simple.
0: Because his value not I feel like there. Not hold out again. Like the begin- you know how last in last season the beginning of the season he held out for a little bit and then he played.
1: Yeah. Um. Even if he holds out, Ngakwe is in such a bad position in my opinion, because for one, obviously he's figured out the value is not there. Two, he's only hurt his value because he literally fought with Tony Khan on Twitter, which that was great. Um, that was funny, and then three. If he holds out next year, he's gonna lose even more value. Like we're seeing with um, Clowney, the value for pass rusher is not there right now, and yeah. and if Ngakwe holds out, that's only gonna make him lose even more money and just make You're it way not, harder. I see
0: him. the the Jags for
1: now. Yeah, I think he's gonna be on the team next year because I don't see him getting traded now. But and honestly, I don't care. I'm tired of Ngakwe. But if he's on the team, I'm fine with him playing because he does get sacked. He's, he's a good player. He's he good. just needs. Do what? Continue. Said so he's a good player. He just needs
0: like be better. Like, has not ruin his reputation and fight with everybody and be like a cancer to the the locker room
1: exactly and honestly if he wants to sit out and lose 17 million dollars a million dollars a week then he can do it but yeah i just don't i think he'll eventually suit up and play and if he does great i'm not necessarily going to root for him because i'm not a fan of ngakwe anymore but i'm not going to be like i don't want him on my team because obviously i still want him on my team he's a yeah he's a he's he's a good player all right, so now let's move out of the Jaguars topics. We might come back to some later, but yeah, for now, maybe for now we're going to move out. So, how do you feel? Who's the like who who had the
0: best draft? Me personally, I think the Bills had the best draft. They got they got Pienza, which was a, a steal. Um, and they also got a kicker because their kicker is really like he he missed a lot of kicks important kicks last year. So, they got a new kicker, so I think it's good. And they got a, a other um
1: they got seals throughout the draft. Oh yeah, they got some
0: seals. I think I think them too. And also think the Ravens had a pretty good one too. I think they might be uh tied. Cardinals are like second place maybe tied up just because they took um Simmons, which they weren't expected to. Um and they had a, a had other draft picks that were good that they needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For What's me, your
0: opinion on this?
1: For me, the best the best draft was definitely the ravens because i swear the ravens like every time they had a pick they got a steal it's like they somehow got patrick queen to just drop right to him when they were mul- there were multiple teams that should have taken him right in front of them but they didn't so they got patrick queen then they got jk dobbins who right now he's gonna be i believe a third string co- third string until uh mark ingram goes because i think gus edwards is gonna stay Two because he's been great for a running back too. And when Mark Ingram retires or goes somewhere else, J.K. Dobbins will move up to the first spot. But either way, J.K. Dobbins will do great for them. And then, I don't really remember many of their other picks after that, but I just remember they were getting steal after steal. Like, they hands down had the best draft, in my opinion, and I don't see... I mean, there were some close, but Ravens stole that. Now, who had the worst draft? Um. You got one?
0: Uh, you can go
1: first if, if you want. Alright, so. For me, the worst draft was hands down the Packers. First off. Yeah, that's what I was blinking. They didn't draft a wide receiver. And, he, and they drafted a cornerback.
0: Doing the... Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is getting uh, farmed.
1: Yeah, uh, it's funny because they didn't—they need a receiver to help Aaron Rodgers, and this is the deepest receiver class of all time, probably. And they didn't draft a single one through seven rounds. So that—that that says their draft already. But just to make it worse, they drafted a quarterback, Jordan Love, in the first round when they already have a future Hall of Famer, Aaron Rodgers. Then. They dra- their second-round pick, they drafted a running back when they already have another running back who, in my opinion, the best hey. two players on the, on the Packers are Aaron I'm Jones and Aaron Rodgers. And they drafted hey. – and Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers are a quarterback and a running back, and that's what they drafted with the first two picks in their draft. They did not draft at all. They did not fill any holes after they literally got crushed in the um, NFC Championship. Like two hundred something rushing yards against them. They didn't even draft a, anybody to help fix that. They could have drafted probably. Um, they could have drafted a linebacker. They could. like they traded up to get um, to get Jordan Love. They could have traded up and took like Patrick Queen or something like that. They could have taken a much better player. Than could have even taken a wide receiver. <laughs> exactly, Jordan. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is on contract for four more years. So so Jordan Love. Is at best going to get. I mean, if if they keep Aaron Aaron Rodgers through his whole contract, that means they're going to have to take Jordan Love's fifth-year option. Not even seeing him take almost any snaps at all. So that that's just a mess. It's gonna. It's just a whole mess around maybe. for them, and maybe um maybe they're trying to do what the Chiefs did, like um
0: have um Alex Smith. I think it was. Uh Harding and then Patrick Mahomes was the backup. And then see which one is better and then trade the one that's like worse. Maybe that's what they're doing. I don't
1: know. I don't know. That's, but that's... It, it, it,
0: it's but it's just dumb.
1: Uh it's my opinion is dumb. It's 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 still very dumb because the difference is Alec if you want to compare Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers wins yeah. by a, a mile and a half. Yeah. Um and the difference is they also took Patrick Mahomes at number 10, who he was much different than Jordan Love, who they took out, I believe, like 26 or something. Completely different quarterbacks and all around. It's just stupid. And the Packers just kept – they drafted like seven different offensive linemen, it felt. It's like how many offensive linemen are they going to take? Are they just replacing the whole line? Yeah. But, yeah, Packers failed at the draft uh, horrendously. Don't know who else would even come close. Maybe the Eagles, but not even really. <laughs> Eagles yeah, the drafted. Eagles. Really- the only thing the Eagles really did bad on was they took Jalen Hurts uh, in the second. Yeah,
0: I mean, maybe they're trying to do a two, like a, uh, what's it called? A two quarterback uh, phase like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I have no idea, but whatever. We'll see how that turns out for them. Now, yeah. who is uh, the biggest steal, offensively and defensively for you, of the draft? The draft? Um, I'll go ahead and jump in and say, uh, for me, C.D. Lamb was my offensive steal because he dropped Cowboys, a, yeah. he dropped a 17 and the Cowboys stole him. They didn't even need him. Now the Cowboys, yeah, just, Re- Cowboys receiving core is insane.
0: Yeah, but I've seen the memes about the
1: how they just wanted to steal them away from the Eagles. Yeah, it's like a, a revenge for the um, Dallas Goddard pick. They they traded up in front of the Cowboys and took a tight end when they needed one. Yeah. Um, And then the defensive steal for me was A.J. Epinesa, who went to the Bills. Yeah, for the Bills. Because yeah. he, he fell to them quite far in the second round when he was... Uh, I, had,
0: I had him going the first round.
1: Yeah, like I mean... A little
0: late in the first round.
1: Yeah, there were quite a few mocks that had him going. Some had him even going to us, which I did not want him at 20, but some had him going there. So, mm-hmm. it happens, and uh, the Bills got a steal there. Uh, now, who was... Who Do, you... do what? Oh, wait, continue. Uh, no, You go. You go most surprising
0: pick my opinion is Clyde when the um the Chiefs took
1: him yeah I'm gonna so I'm definitely gonna agree with you on that cause I did not I wanted Clyde actually right yeah we were both wanting him but I did not know that the Chiefs were gonna take him in the first round like I thought he was gonna go second or third round but no he was the first running back off the board and that's just yeah. crazy. Congratulations to him, though. He definitely deserves it. Yeah, good it. job, yeah. Okay. So now, who was your favorite pick the Jags made? Out of out of the 12 players we drafted, who was your favorite?
0: Um. make fun of me for how I say this name. LeVon.
1: Uh, K. LeVon Ch- Chasen?
0: Yeah, that one. I think I liked him. And he was already – I think he's committed to the team. I don't think he's going to be like – play for a long
1: time. I definitely agree with that. But for me, my favorite pick was LaVisca Chenault because when I watched True. his tape, oh my goodness. He can yeah. you can hand the ball off to him. You can throw it to him. He can do anything. Yeah. What what can't he do is the question. And he's tough too. Which the only thing yeah. there are he does have some injury quest injury questions that uh, I think I mentioned earlier. But in all reality oh, okay. I, if he stays healthy, he's gonna be a top receiver. Him and Shark, oh my goodness, Minshew is gonna be so good. Oh yeah.
0: Uh, for the uh, the reason why I think Jerry Judy um uh, was because of his like I heard rumors about his um injury his knees. I think oh. that's
1: why he fell a little bit. No, no, C. D. Lamb is the one who fell. Jerry Judy went to the Broncos at 15, which was. I guess, if you want to say two spots is a fall, but I saw him fall. Yeah, I saw him at 15 so many times.
0: Yeah, mine then.
1: All right, so now let's move necessarily a little bit out of the draft. Um, what were your thoughts on the – on the um, or, I mean, who's winning the offseason, in your opinion? With signing and everything? With free agency, think- the draft, everything combined, I mean- who is winning?
0: Kind of want to go with the Cardinals. Okay, because they got they got D Hop for a penny and a bag of chips. Like they got him, got him so cheap.
1: Oh, uh, I lo- I love that so much. <laughs> Screw the Texans.
0: Like, bro. I don't know what Bill O'Brien is doing, but I'm glad that he's doing it just cause he's a rival. But like I feel bad for Texans fans, you know. Yep. Texans. Yeah, I, Cardinals. I think Cardinals are winning it. It right. might be
1: close. I definitely i going to I definitely agree that the Cardinals have been winning their offseason, but for me, I think the Buccaneers, I think they're winning the offseason cuz we can start with the fact that they signed Brady, Brady's which wrong. It depends on how what perspective you want to take on Brady. Do you want to take the perspective of he's washed, he's no longer good? Or if you want to take the perspective of well, it's he's a he's a system quarterback, or the team around him is what makes him good. Whatever it be, I think there is no physical way Brady can fail with the Buccaneers, cause yeah, like they got Godwin.
0: I I heard that they released Goodwin, but I think uh, no, they did not.
1: They did not release Goodwin. Uh, you're you're they, the you're thinking of the um. Goodwin from the Niners got traded to the Miami Dolphins. What I'm thinking of. Oh, then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they have a uh, Godwin. They have Evans. They actually another reason why they're winning the offseason is they traded for Gronk. They got him out of retirement. Yeah. They are, they have O.J. only did, like only it a fifth round? I think. Yeah, only a fourth round pick. Same. Fourth round, same yeah. Same pick as AJ Boye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, also they have are they already have OJ Howard. And they drafted an offensive lineman to make. They drafted Tristan Wirfs to make their their offensive line better. And it's just, and their defense is actually very good too. I mean, it's. I depth on that too. It sucked at the beginning of the year, but if you looked at the transformation that defense made, I the in the second half of the year, it was a top defense. They was they were good. And well, everyone thinks that they're like they're winning their off season,
0: but do you think it's gonna like? they're going to pull a browns and they got like um all the receiver like Odell and Jarvis and everybody. Do you think they're going to do that or do you think actually they're going to go far in the playoffs?
1: That is a good point I was just about to mention. So, a lot of people argue that the Browns had the same hype last year and it's not I mean, it's not going to work. They're still going to suck. But for me, I feel like this is a little bit different because the Browns last year one, they had a really young, who is still kind of unproven, Baker Mayfield, as well. Yeah, well, he re- yeah Baker, Baker Mayfield is not looking good right now, but he's still got another mm-hmm. year. Um, and then there is uh, the coach, Freddie Kitchens, who is not a competent coach. He was not a good coach. He got fired after, I believe, was it one or two years? Mm-hmm. He wasn't good. but And then compare that to... The Buccaneers, who they won seven games, was it? With uh, Jameis Winston throwing 30 picks? Yeah. And uh, a lot of those games were close games. And Bruce Arians is quite a good coach. He's been coaching for 30, 40 years, I think. And He's been a long, around
0: for a long time.
1: Yeah, he's. I think the Buccaneers are in a, bu- a much better situation to go far than the Browns were. <laughs> what's your do you think the bucks are faking I, agree
0: with you, I totally agree with you
1: but yeah, the, the
0: Browns were like they had good players, coaches weren't there and um cornerback wasn't there like he didn't show up and like Odell didn't really like they they had the hype and everything, but he like made a couple big catches like he wasn't consistent, you know what I'm saying?
1: yeah, Odell did not have a great year. I think he was also hurt at one point as well.
0: I think he, he he got hurt for like three, 3
1: weeks maybe. Yeah, I don't I I don't remember exactly, but it was it a mess. Long, in, but... it was a mess in Cleveland. But Yeah, yeah. I I think the Bucks are going to go quite far. I think they I think they might have a 12, 12 wins, 12 11 wins. I think they're in that yeah, area. I, I'm, yeah, 11, something like that. It it all comes down to is Brady truly washed or did he just have a horrible team around him? Okay, so now let's move on to, so recently there was some news that Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, made CeeDee Lamb take number 88, which that was Dez Bryant, Michael Irvin, it's a legendary receiver number there, he made him take it over the number 10, which is what Jerry Jones wanted.
0: I hate it, I hate that, like if that's true, it's so disrespectful. I saw that um, Bryant tweeted out that I had some respect. and Like, he he respected um, D. Lamb and, like, respected that he's wearing his number. And, like, he just had all – he was very professional about it. And he wasn't like, oh, you should have retired my number, blah, 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 blah. And they should have retired it. But it's just Jerry, Jerry Jones is – I don't – I did not like that,
1: if it's true. Yeah, if it is true, I don't either because, first of all, it should be retired in my opinion just because of how many legends wore it. But then again, you could yeah. also have the argument if you retire numbers and you're and you're as much of as you could say legendary franchise as the Cowboys, you're gonna run out of numbers. So okay, I understand that, but forcing him to wear a number he does not he didn't want to wear, that I just feel like he should have had the choice to wear what he wanted to because nowadays. Receivers like to wear uh, between ten and nineteen instead of in the eighties to eighty nine. It's just yeah. Plus, I feel like eighty eight looks weird on CD Lamb because I feel like the eighties should be for for be bigger, the bigger, more physical, like Michael Irvin receivers, not not the tiny, super fast run after the catch receivers. But Jerry Jones owns the franchise; he can do whatever he wants. not our choice yeah. and we can in, do now to go into the last topic of uh, this first podcast um, Alex Smith so let me let me start with I, I watched watch, I watched I don't think you did but I watched the uh, documentary they released last night hmm. and it was it was very good and it, I mean it said a lot of the stuff we already knew but <laughs> it was still just so crazy to see what happened like how bad of an injury that was his career yeah. and his recovery it's insane he almost he went from
0: a great losing a
1: lot. he went from great quarterback to possibly career over to possibly dying back yeah. to now he's The question is, will he be able to play? Because he might even be able to play again. Who knows? Now, how do you feel about the whole Alex Smith situation that's gone on over the past Um, year or two?
0: At first, I felt really bad for him. Like, his career—I thought his career was going to be over after that, like, horrendous bad injury that he had. After seeing videos of him recovering, like, he's got a good spirit. I'm really thankful that he's recovering just really hope that he can play again because that's what I think he really wants to do you know and I'm glad that he's not in the situation like the the death situation he's close like near death situations yeah. and I'm just
1: happy for him yeah I definitely agree and uh, for me I think it was just crazy the fact that he's possibly gonna be able to play the game again and yeah, and some people are like I would never want to I would never want to go back playing it again or I don't think he should or whatever, or I don't think he will be able to. For me, he wants. If I think he's able to do it and he wants to, go for it. I mean, it's it's insane how quickly he's healed back from that and how hard he's working. And I think, I mean, let the man do what he wants. Cause, geez, he went, he made it all the way here, and it's crazy that because he got an infection in his blood, uh, from when he got the injury, because it. The wound was straight up open. That's how bad it hit. the bone was broken. It was open, yeah. so dirt and stuff could have got in there. And then, obviously, that gets into the blood. And you get a blood infection, yeah. which that's what can kill you. And, yeah, that's the thing. And I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures of his legs. But, gee. Oh, yeah. They're,
0: yeah, yeah. They're so bad.
1: You have to be prepared before you see that. And then they also had to take all the muscle tissue, all the dead muscle tissue and, uh, stuff that was on his legs off. And it was like, it. you could see his bone, how much they had to take yeah. so much off of it. And he was given the option to, um, either, I believe, take, cut the leg off or they could move, um, or they could, they could transplant, uh, muscle from other places on the body there. And he decided to do the transplant. And, obviously, it's worked. It's working out well. And I'm glad I, he did. I hope he can get back on the field because, I mean, he was playing quite well before. But, in the uh, end, I think it all comes down to how he, if he can get there, if he wants to do it, all that stuff. But, in the end, congrats to uh, Alex Smith on uh, making it this far in such a short time. Yeah. Uh, well, guys, um, that is going to be it for this uh, first podcast. Uh, yeah, go, that was really fun. Go ahead and uh, tell us what you think. Give us some tips. All these other. Yeah, this first time doing it. All these other ideas and stuff. And I was trying. I was planning on going for an hour, but we we didn't uh, get there. But we'll work on that, getting farther. Can
0: we can some topics if you want. Like, if you have anything you want us to talk about, and like for our opinions and stuff.
1: Yeah, go ahead and uh, give us some topics to talk about. It doesn't have to as doesn't have to be Jags. It can be Jags, whatever. But overall, thank you guys for listening and uh, have a great day.
0: Have a good one, guys. Be safe.